Check my levels. Oh, you're fine. Test Check the microphone. One, two, one, two. Yeah, so you know how to hold a microphone, nice. which well, I like. You know. Like, you can hold it better than actually fucking Scott, which I have to yell at. Like, the last time we just talked. Is he low? He just whatever. Or he emotes with it. Yeah. He talks with his. He's talking into it like this at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't talk at the at the shaft. You have to talk at the tip. He wants and to he work all of it. Yeah, he, he doesn't understand he how that works like at all. He talks like it's like a European porn. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Derek. And that's who we got. That's a big orc dick. And no Brogan and uh, no Eric. Eric, I'm pretty sure, is still watching some sports stuff. Hit up our Discord and go down to our Grit City Sports. He puts a lot of stuff in there. And Brogan's out at Cosmic Bottles, hanging out, having a good time. And if you're listening to this the day it is dropped... Out there for everybody on all sorts of podcatching apps. You are listening to us the day before Thanksgiving, which means you can go and see Brogan out at Cosmic Bottles because they are doing a drinksgiving. And uh, speaking of drinksgiving, how hungover are you, Scott? Oh, not really, man. I mean, a little <laughs> bit. I was a little bit hungover this morning, but not bad. Yeah, had a big old party. Well, you know, I went out. I went. I went to the. Uh, I went out with the wife and kid. We went out and um, had some food and stuff, and then we went to uh, um, one of the soccer games. The the ooh, Stars sports. Reserves. Yeah. Ooh, sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we went there. Had a nice. couple beers there. Watched watched the sports. It was pretty fun. Did you uh, Did you get, Did you see uh, Eric there? Nope, he wasn't there. He didn't show up. Oh, that son of a! Yeah, I saw I know, all those, right? the funny part is I saw all those pictures in the uh, Grit City Sports, and I just assume it was Eric. I actually did tag him in one. I I put uh, I think it was uh, Becca had a white claw, and I, and I posted yeah. that Eric was smashing white claws, <laughs> but saw... he wasn't. I was just making fun. I was like, I believed it because he was like, mango white claws are the best, and I'm like, I yeah. absolutely right. agree with that. You got some good pictures though, man. You were like right behind the net. Dude, that place is really cool. Like um where the the goal is, uh it kind of uh is open. So you can it's if it stands like you're oh, Jesus, I can't talk. It feels <laughs> like you're standing right on the field because uh it's basically just the net between you and the player. So you can hear everything they're saying uh, right behind the goal. It's really cool. Yeah, it looks like it was uh, the Tacoma Stars playing. And this is just the one downtown, the indoor soccer center, right? Yeah, yeah, right there by uh, yeah. EQC. Yeah, it was the one that we you saw hurling there as well, too, right? I did, yeah. yeah. Not not that you really were cool, hurling, man. not that you were hurling, but it was the <laughs> uh, the Gaelic sport of hurling, if you listen to the Grit City Hounds, uh, our old episode on that, which, again, like I say, every time we mention them, we need to get those boys back on. 
But I'm very uh, I'm very happy you went out there and uh, partied. Yeah, it was pretty fun, man. Yep. I haven't been to uh, you know a sporty thing as much as I'd like. So <laughs> um, that was fun. I, wait, I did uh, derby the other night too. So I know. I'm, I'm getting all out and about. Good for you. You just gotta like I don't know. Well, I I I, I can't say that I would have gone this weekend because unfortunately dealing with uh, not me being sick, but the house being uh, uh, under the weather. <laughs> and so I didn't want to uh, go out there and potentially share any of my fun with anybody else. And to be perfectly honest, the weekend before doing the comic show and hanging out, it was a uh, very, it was kind of nice just to have a weekend that literally I was supposed to like hang lights and build little bedside tables and stuff like that. And so far I've gotten one bedside table built. And I've swore enough already for this uh, weekend, so I think I'm pretty good on that aspect. But we did go to the Grit City Comic Show. What was it now? Like two, three weeks ago now at this point? <laughs> oh, yeah, week week before last. I, I just pulled up the pictures that I have. I still, I'm, I'm going to put up some more oh. uh, to go with these interviews. So good, uh, man. You took so many pictures. Oh. And, like, the coolest part was the fact that like you've been able to share them with like Steven Crypto and even the 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 Grit City Comic Show themselves and like people whom were a part our of neighbors. all of our shenanigans. Yeah, all of our yeah. neighbors. Yeah, and that's the good thing because yeah, they get they're, they're busy themselves. They don't they might not have as many people as we do to do stuff like that, right? So And yeah, and I mean just sharing sharing yeah. all the good stuff, sharing the love and really showing what a great time it was. I did realize, um, looking through our new best friend at Galactic Druid Treats, his <laughs> posts, we forgot to take a picture in front of the uh, the uh, Supernatural car and yeah. the Bumblebee car that were there at the comic show. We yeah. absolutely forgot to do that, so I think we might have to... I don't know, Jeff, maybe use your Photoshop skills to uh, superimpose oh, us <laughs> on somebody else's right. pictures. <laughs> Right. I know the guy that had the um, supernatural car is local. Um, we might be able to get him down. We should. He, he let the kids sit in it. And what? It really? Yeah, he drives yeah. it. He said it's a driver. He drives it everywhere. Are you yeah. kidding? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's uh, cool. I talked to him in line waiting for my food while you guys were talking <laughs> to the sticker guy. I was talking to uh, that guy wait, waiting for a turn in line to order chicken strips. Nice. Those chicken uh, yeah. strips were decent too. Oh, they were good. That's good con food right there. <laughs> I I took a picture of. I'm looking at a picture right now of uh, all I can say. He's a Tacoma Ghostbuster. You know, he brought his own fog machine. I saw and, that. That was so cool. Yeah, it was so awesome, man. I thought, yeah, these kids. Yeah, Tacoma Tacoma cons. They're they're smart cons. They're they're uh, people do it. You're a lot of do it yourselfers, as we saw, mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing. This is a very creative crowd, but they're still gritty, you know, in a good way. Oh, absolutely. People that are feeling it, having a good time, having fun, and coming to that show, and uh, just making it happen. And that's that's kind of why we're still doing this because we made it happen. We got a lot of interviews and. I was really stoked because some of them were pretty uh pretty easy as you heard in the last episode we just had a uh, well we had a couple people just walk up to us and start talking to us one in the middle of our uh interview with Keith at diecutstickers.com <laughs> but uh I hope everyone enjoyed that little ridiculousness 
But some of them were just sitting right next to us. And I was really, really stoked about this one because I've grown up loving pro wrestling. I've grown up doing backyard wrestling with my cousins, which I felt was maybe just an excuse to beat up my cousins. But now yeah. that I look now that I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and At then least you said your cousins and not your stepdad. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't like no, like I have one good memory of uh of my stepdad. Well, I have more probably more than one, but one that stands out that involves wrestling. And actually I do mention it in this episode as well. So not everything is a traumatic stepdad story. It wasn't him like being like, You're gonna learn to pro wrestle and start giving me pile drivers in the backyard. Wrestle me, boy. <laughs> Oh, no, I think that might be a new drop right there, uh, yep. Jeff. <laughs> but, yes, we uh, we did have a chance to talk with the premier local wrestling Tacoma group, SOS Pro Wrestling. If you don't know anything about them, the straight, the, it's there once a month. They're at Edison Square down in Tacoma, which is uh, right across from Real Art. Next to Howdy Bagel, which Derek brings up in this episode mm-hmm. as well, and uh, yeah, like I I didn't know where Edison was at first, and I remember when we went to I think it was the Mario Day show that my brother was playing. Oh yeah, at uh, Real Art. When I was outside smoking, you know, between sets, and I just saw this huge crowd come out of that place. And then you're like, like "Hey guys, come over and listen to some music," and they're like all sweaty. Pretty much, yeah. Like it was just a big rowdy crowd coming out. People were chanting and whatnot, and I had no idea what it was. And there it was, like once a month. You can go check them out at sosprowrestling.com. Very simple to see. And uh, I think without any further ado, let's uh, let's talk with the boys from uh, from over there. I love this because we get a chance to meet up with all sorts, and I love it in the geeky. I mean, we're at a comic book show. And we're uh, we're a podcast about Tacoma, and right next to us is Tacoma-born, Tacoma-bred, Tacoma-performing SOS Pro Wrestling. I love it because you're down on South Tacoma Way, and uh, is it how often uh, are you uh, guys doing shows down there? Yeah, so right now we're doing every second Friday. Every second Friday, uh, and so that would be once a month. If I'm doing the math right, yeah, yeah, there you go. Every yeah. <laughs> second Friday on there, down at the down. Sorry, we. By the way, we did a show last night. Oh, so little tired, I'm little, little dream. very little sleep, but we wanted <laughs> to make it sure to get out here to the the comic show. That's amazing. Uh, and then great sitting next to you guys because because I think just Instagram hashtag wise. We found you guys right away. Nice. Uh, and so it's always been cool following you guys since we've been down here and then sitting next to you here. I was like, oh, what an awesome coincidence. Nice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was perfect looking at the table set up. And I've been familiar with SOS for a little while. Um, a lot of it was just being down on like South Tacoma Way and seeing the, the crowds that you bring. Like you've really helped uh, when you're doing your shows. Vi- revitalizing that area and it's been really cool to see south tacoma way getting a bump in not just a bar like scene it's something yeah. where you're going out to get to go see live entertainment yeah and that's super fun so tell everyone about a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what sos is sure i mean <laughs> a little bit about myself i mean i've been 
I think you guys probably know doing this, like you just end up just doing this. This is a, about as interesting as I get. Like I, you know, we moved to, I have a, my wife, Charlotte, uh, her and I moved to Tacoma the day the world shut down. For, Congratulations. For yeah. So yes, we're like, yeah. so worked out really well for us, actually. Like everyone had the worst year and we had a great year because we like just got to work on our house the whole time. Right. Yeah. So it strangely worked out. Um, but. We didn't know anything about Tacoma because of that. Like, every, our whole family's like, you moved to Tacoma and you bought a house. Do you love it? We're like, we think we've just been to the lows. Like, we have no idea <laughs> what the city was about. But, like, as things were opening up, we were so eager. And, like, our goal was to go to, like, a new place every every single uh, nice. you know, week and, and check out everything new and just all sorts of corners. And we ended up... Finding South Tacoma Way because uh, somebody recommended Church Cantina. Or yes, like, one of our favorite What an unbelievable yes. spot. Right. And we're like, what a cool little street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just we kind of like did our rounds around there. And then just, um, well, at the same time during uh, COVID, really bored. And so uh, we had a ring. And uh, my friend had a ring. And so we, and I was really good at uh, editing. And so I, I, okay, I, can, yeah. I can make, uh, um, you know, just really good with graphics and Premiere Pro and all that. And I was like, hey, well, let's just film this thing since we're bored. There's no fans. We'll just throw it up on YouTube and have fun with it. So we did that. And we just kind of just, that's what that was all it was for a while. It was just like weekly YouTube shows. And I love the, the premise of it because, I mean, yeah, the world shut down and it was pro wrestlers stranded on a desert island like that's where the sos comes for and that, i just thought that like that was brilliant and such a good way to be able to put out content because at that point like pro wrestling is a live show where you want to go experience real life stuntmen doing real life stunts in real time like that's why you want to see that so being able to try to figure out different ways to be able to get that product out to you know a yes relieve the boredom but also be able to express yourself creatively during a time when it wasn't available right yeah so i mean we saw you know you see all the big productions going out there trying to do shows in front of people on television screens or cardboard cutouts you know of crowd members by the way i thought that was amazing you got to figure out a way to do something you got to be creative what a cool thing to do yeah what an amazing like image like you're gonna fill an arena with screens of people watching at home that's amazing yeah and they got super creative uh during their their time too like the cinematic matches like quote unquote yeah would like came to life and that's all we were about was like, I, I love pro wrestling and I love pro wrestling when it's taken seriously. But I've also like, I've always leaned more towards like, you know, we could do absolutely anything we wanted. Totally. The Bray right? Wyatt yeah. stuff. And so, yeah. So it was like, stuff. I, I, yeah. I put, I, I love both avenues and there's even more than that. That's really simplifying it. But like, I've always leaned, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, more towards if we can do anything we've ever wanted to do, I want to kind of explore that. Uh, more than anything else, so just putting that that twist on it mm-hmm. of like it's always thinking of it as like a creative writing prompt, right? Like, all right, well now we're on a desert island. What does that mean? Yeah, and so it just gotta follow that thread, right? Well, and that's even growing up. I mean, I grew up loving 
uh, loving pro wrestling. I just in the local thing I was talking about, I think with you, uh, you guys and some others that like I was born before the Tacoma Dome was built. Yeah. But I also remember seeing Hulk Hogan body slamming King Kong Bundy in the Tacoma Dome as a little guy. Yeah. And just with the whole crowd and everyone just losing their minds and just being able to feel that like stupid goosebumps right now, just thinking about it. <laughs> but it's that it's that experience being able to tell those stories. And I just remember also like being so involved in the vignettes yeah. of like learning about these characters who may not have even come out or, you know, uh, you mentioned Derek, you mentioned the undertaker mm -hmm. and it was like, Oh yeah, I didn't realize he was injured and out for six months, but they would play these little vignettes and I would watch just waiting for those ones yeah. to come up, you know? Yeah. So the cinematic aspect of it is, is just perfect. And it fits into it as well because it's what wrestling is to me is it it's the real life soap opera but it's also integrating the high the high flying action and just the the physicality of it all and doing it in a way that is entertaining for for yourselves to be able to push out a story to get that creativity out but then also get that instant listener or viewer feedback and just being able to get that, get the roar of the crowd, get the people chanting your characters' names and just getting all of that. That's such a high for everyone involved. Yeah. I, you have no idea what's going to happen until you get yeah. out there, right? Because everyone out there, I, I always tell tell like new wrestlers, like we run a school uh, on South Tacoma Way as well. Um, and I always tell them, I was all like, assume they've never, they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. They don't know what this company is. They don't know what wrestling is. Like always like kind of like assume at least half the crowd is starting from scratch. Yeah. Uh, because and then hopefully you're having those moments where you're connecting like as a kid, it's even bigger because they get the geysers are bigger than life. Gigantic but, no matter what. Yeah. But every single show we've had, like I always my favorite thing is just listening to the crowd ambiance and just hearing people go, this is my first time and I loved it. Yeah. Because they... You know, maybe they had preconceived notions of what wrestling was. You know, like, oh, wrestling, that's that's like a low-class thing. It's not about it. Or whatever you think it, it may be. And then you go there and you're like, oh, no. This was a ball. I, I oh, got yeah. to, like, just chant at, at these uh, ridiculous people in tights that are just raising my eyebrows with the things they're doing, whether it's these amazing feats of strength or like comedy or like a dramatic turn like a soap opera yeah and like it's a rush man and, and, and because it is live yeah that adds to it right like, and it's bonding with the crowd too like either like either either you know we all hate this one person or we all like this other person or we're just you know like one of my favorite things was going to uh uh wwe pay-per-view like having that experience and just like we like all of our section just got into like whenever there was a two count just yelling two like it was just like you just bond with everyone around you because it's one of those it, it's 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 a little it's a little primal in that sort of aspect mm -hmm. and you get into that bonding but it's just it's good fun you know like for the for the most part people aren't really getting hurt and you're there but they're experiencing and they're showing all this high-flying stuff they're going out there it's the theatrics it's like if you're if you're into athleticism if you're into theater if you're into any of those you're gonna love an aspect of this yep. so that's what i've always liked about it yeah and one of the things i like about indie wrestling smaller promotions stuff like that especially local is that you know i've been to uh recording for raw i've been oh, to yeah. wrestlemania 
House shows are one of the greatest parts about going to wrestling because, like you said, it's that crowd interaction that you don't see happen on TV. So knowing that I don't have to wait six months for them to come into a house show, I can go and check someone out local. Once a month. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> local, and, and there's a good chance you're going to be able to talk to any of them or all of them after the show, right? It's a, it's a lot closer uh, to you, and I, it's the proximity of the room yeah. too, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool yep. if you're if you're big enough to fill a stadium. Good on you, and you can fill it up. It's amazing, but it it takes away from like the closeness of a smaller room too, oh, yeah. right? It's the same thing like in music. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this would be great to see, but like, wouldn't it be great to see them when they were smaller and like right? in these like bars or like yeah. that would be the dream? Like, yeah, you can live that. Go live that with your local shows now. Live that with local wrestling because one hundred percent. It's all. It's what you're talking about. It's like finding the people next to you, and we're chanting at the top of our lungs for for this ridiculous person that we're bo- we're booing another human. How often do you get to just boo another human? It's so much fun. You just lower the lights, and you just you get to be a crowd, right? You get to stop being yourself, and you get to be a crowd, um, a very vocal one. And I think that's a huge part of what we do. And it's even on the aspect of the uh, the athletes who are doing it too, because they get to take on a persona be it good, be it bad. It's what they get to do and they get to lose themselves in that character and have that fun. And I know because like being able to do stuff like even with what we're doing here, it's like we don't get that instant feedback. But when you can feel that and then you can feed off of that and you just keep going, you just get to build that and then you get to have your match and go through all of those different things. It's just it's so cool. And I just love the fact because you're talking about like the small more intimate areas, but Edison Square is—it's—it's it's a good size place. You're fitting a ring in the building, like yeah, yeah. so. We, like we lose a lot of the building, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you still like there's the, like the whole ring is still in there, and you're filling it out with all of the people too. So it's it's just cool to be able to experience that whole thing. It's not it's not a small venue because you got to fit the ring in there, but it's still being able to fit all of that in there and have that experience is just amazing. It's, yeah. I love it. And Edison Square has been a, a great partner with us too, and and it just made it even bigger right like i was telling you about with the the the, uh, youtube show yeah is i love i love the editing part of it and making videos and so now i also get to make entrance videos for every size every single wrestler we have a lot of times the guys have never had an entrance video before and when they think of themselves as wrestlers they think of themselves coming out and they got the titan tron behind them it's got their name as big as lights and so now they actually get to have that most indie places they'll all have music but they don't have that extra aspect so i think that it's even more uh connects people like because the crowd gets to see their name and like they get to feel their vibe oh uh, okay i get you already up to the production yeah a little bit of a visual connection but i think the wrestlers like it too just makes them feel or makes them even big makes them as big as they really are they're larger than life and you want no matter what and what no matter what level they are whichever if you're doing indie wrestling to pro wrestling to doing a show or anything you want to have your characters be larger than life and you want them to give cause awe like make that little kid just be like i want to do this or you know i want to run around in tights and pretend to be my favorite wrestler and hopefully it's a local one that's the coolest part about it yeah if only edison would let us do pyro but i think our our insurance isn't isn't high enough for that yeah i mean it's like if you want to spend enough on insurance i'm sure that eventually at any point you can't do that but you did mention though the the wrestling school how um if people are interested in like pursuing this or seeing if this is something that they want to pursue how do they go about that 
Yeah, so we it's Grit City Wrestling School. Nice. Appreciate e- the name. Easy name. Easy name. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we're, we're two doors down from Edison. So like we're... we're nice. If you've been in Howdy Bagel and standing in that line Soon for 45 long, minutes, long, you've, prob- has, you've probably is. heard us... Uh, hitting the mat next door. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they hate us there. Because <laughs> we are, is, just we can, we can only be as quiet as, as I think we it could was possibly someone be. construction next door. Oh, no. Those That's are human bodies yeah. Yeah. hitting <laughs> hitting pine boards. <laughs> nope. Those are human yes, bodies. <laughs> That's a bad way to encourage somebody to try wrestling. But <laughs> that's, eventually, that's what it is at the end of the day. Well, I mean, yeah. At the basics, you like literally like the basics are like learning how to fall correctly like it's doing yep. a lot of that so i know and it's just like or learning how to run against like ropes correctly yeah. like doing all of the basics doing a little bit first. of things of your body tries to keep you safe in weird ways right like yeah you don't want to hit your, your you know your body on the ground so you put your hands out but that's the easiest way to get hurt right because yeah you're, yeah you're, there's Fingers, all of the bones in your wrist, hand yeah. are a lot more brittle than the rest of your body, right? So it's just teaching your brain to, to the real safe way to, to fall and stuff. But uh, if anyone's interested, we do beginner classes on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and very beginner. Like you will learn how to lock up. You will learn how to do a forward roll. It's basically like tumbling. You're, you're, you're starting over. You're starting over as a kid and you're tumbling because that's the basics. And, and, by the way, the advanced classes start with tumbling because it's all about being safe more than anything else. So every single class, you start with the basics so that everyone's safe. But if anyone's interested, it's we do two two uh, classes, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And you just drop in and check it out. That's so amazing. I just love the whole aspect of that. Just bringing, and, and like I said, it's bringing something that's not just a bar to the places because, I mean, Tacoma likes to drink, but I know there's a lot of people who want to go to an entertainment that's just not specifically drink-based. Yeah, all ages. Yeah, and- like, and so being able to have that sh- that place, I mean, right across from uh, uh, Real Art, which is a wonderful spot as well. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a perfect place for yeah. for um, all ages shows is Real Art. Our, ours are... Uh, 18 and over oh, okay. um, mm-hmm. but one thing we do that's nice is um, for the bar uh, we invite a non-profit each time to run the bar for oh, our, our space and so and then all of the proceeds from the bar will go to that non-profit so we've had Tacoma Women's Rugby we've had Tacoma Dodgeball Tacoma nice. uh, uh, Roller roller Derby did I say that Rugby Roller Derby uh, we just had Harbor Wild Watch. Uh, What's Harbor Wild Watch? They are a wonderful organization that teaches our uh, Tacoma youth or, you know, Puget Sound youth about uh, uh, wildlife in the sound. Tight. That is right? so cool. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And so, and they all came out in like full costumes and like <laughs> the, one of them dressed as a Hulk Heron and like came as like. That is amazing. Right. They, they just get into it. And it's cool for us because we get to learn about all of these like uh, nonprofit organizations and. Keeping it's good it crossover. The, keeping it in the community, too. That, yeah. like, that's the big part about all of this. And, I mean, just like we said, like a communal spot for people to gather and have some fun. But the fact that you're bringing in other community aspects to be able to bring that in is just – it's one of those things that I feel that doing it on the local level – and I don't want to call it indie. I want to call it the local level because it's just – that's what you're doing. You're able to bring in some fun things, yeah. bring in fun people, and that stuff that are doing for good causes – to keep it up because that's really what it's all about. Like if you you want the community involved and this is a great way to do it. I just think that's fantastic. 
Thank you. I did, I did, I did too. But like, yeah, that's it's awesome. not a question. It's just a statement on that one too. So people can find it SOSProWrestling.com. Is that a way to do it? Yeah, that's it? our like, site or yeah, SOSProWrestling. Uh, we're really active on, on Instagram. We're active on Instagram more than anything else. So SOSProWrestling or Grit City Wrestling School, both on Instagram, Perfect. is the easiest way to get updates. Awesome. Thank you so much, Drew. Really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Fine. Great to finally meet you guys. I know. This is so cool. Now, if you're interested in SOS Pro Wrestling, well, I'll have you know that they are doing an event this month. Well, next month. But their next event is going to be December 8th at Edison Square. It's called Land of the Lost, which I appreciate because they got some dinosaurs and some stuff in there. And it looks like maybe someone in a monkey mask. I don't know how that's going to work out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also want to give a shout out, too, because they've got some cool sponsors. Some of the people that we love ourselves, which include Weird Elephant which is the interesting movie selection for Friday and Saturday nights at the uh, Grand Cinema uh, here in the heart of Tacoma. And then also the Mule Tavern, which makes the best ginger beer you could ever make ever around here uh, right on South Tacoma Way. So they're worth checking out, and uh, all of those people are worth checking out. And if you love wrestling or if you've never been to a wrestling match, do a local one. It's kind of the best way to do it, I think, because you get a feel for it. And it really is a very inclusive group of people, and it's always a lot of fun, at least. I've always had fun going to wrestling events. Right, and they were very knowledgeable and very, like like you said, they didn't turn away my stupid questions, you know. <laughs> and and uh, I learned I learned a lot, and I, I confirmed some stuff, too. We, we were big wrestling fans in the 80s. That was like, you know, WWF and... Uh, and you know the Hulk Hogan and that that was like in full swing, you, you know. So it was cool talking oh, to them about stuff I saw. Totally, like back then. that. That was the one thing that even in my early twenties uh, and like late teens, it would be the thing where everyone goes to one person's house and we watch the pay per views because everyone can chip in, you know, five bucks to watch it. And it's a, right. still just a communal thing that you get to go and hang out with everyone. Right, yeah. You get to pick sides, you know? Yep. And then you could be a bad guy one week, be a good guy next week. I always loved I always loved the heels. I love the bad yeah. guys. I love the four horsemen. I love Ric Flair. I didn't even realize that Ric Flair used to be, I just found this because, well, TikTok is also very uh, knowledgeable in my love for pro wrestling, so it keeps showing me shit, but... Apparently, Ric Flair was like, like a monster. Like he was like a big, huge dude who would just beat the shit out of people. And then he got into a plane crash, and it literally fundamentally changed his entire aspect because he lost that that bulk, and he just kind of turned into to what he was for the you know for the most of the time that I knew him, which was the the. The guy who kind of gets beat up a lot, but a lot of the psychology, the ring psychology guy, and the 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 ne'er do well who is kind of sneaky and the the thinker, and I always thought he was just that all the time. But it's kind of crazy to kind of see how that has changed if you see the early stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stories of wrestlers that do that. Not to go too far down a rabbit hole uh, between the interviews, <laughs> but uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin that everyone knows the beer swigging, ass kicking, redneck, like before. He had a spinal surgery, I believe, that slowed him down. But before that, he was like one of the flashy, like a uh, think kind of like a Shawn Michaels type of character. Mm-hmm. 
And it was that same thing. He was out injured. He couldn't do the same moves. So he just changed up everything and the persona went with it. Yeah, it's it's cool to see how they're able to switch all that up or even just like seeing at the local level these characters that are a little a little ridiculous sometimes, but watching um, the people really get into them as well and follow their dreams of doing some pro wrestling and, you know, kind of like what we do. Like we're following our podcast dreams, not pro wrestling, but I don't want to get into <laughs> it. I, I, we're, you, like, we're going to stick like our athleticism to stuff like putt stuff and watching other sporting events because I don't want I don't want to pro wrestle the same reason why I don't want to do street beefs I'm just not I'm not going to do that yeah I could get down I just couldn't get back up <laughs> <laughs> well that's what they that's what we found out when they teach you man they teach you the first thing to do is fall down and I'm like yeah, yeah. but what do I do Over. after that yep. <laughs> the next couple of interviews that we have are some good friends of ours, which we've had on multiple times, but we needed to have them on because this is a big one for Mr. Ken Carlson, KenzoFKC.com, where you can find all the information about his comic books, his filmmaking, his graphic uh, design and drawing and his writing Mm -hmm. because Hellbound Slant 6, number five, full final issue funded. The Omnibus is out there. And he was at the show pumping those out for everybody. Right. We we got to hold it. We got to open the hardcover. We went through it. I took a couple snap pics of the mid, middle pages. Um, yep. It's he- just for my own curiosity. <laughs> so, but, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, good quality stuff coming out of that, man. Absolutely, uh, man. I love just all the stuff that he has like in his brain and plotting about, we get to find out a little bit more about this in our discussion as well, because we do talk about hellbound slant six. Um, but we also talk about his upcoming projects. We just talk about like convention life. Also, it was, you know, it's just kind of cool just to be able to hang out with a guy. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, he is our booth buddy. Last year we split a booth with them. This year we split a booth with them. In addition to having our, uh, our lobby set up as well. Like, He's our ride or die when it comes to conventions and major props to him coming out to the camp bar afterwards as well. Right. Right. He brought his wife and they brought their friend and I forgot the friend's name because I, well, because it's me, but (laughs) very smart people. He hangs out with a smart crowd. His wife's really smart. He's smart. The lady sitting next to me was smart. (laughs) And, uh, they, you, you know, so it's great, great to, to, to get to, uh, interact with them on that level for the first, I don't think I have before just, you know, just, just because of our, uh, schedule, you know, mm-hmm. everything. Oh yeah. Uh, and now he wants us to like voice some stuff or at least what, do a table read, do a table read. And yes. I'm so excited just to get Scott in the room to do it. Like right. <laughs> Ken, Ken afterwards was like, well, I want to get. I want to get some actors in with this as well. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. But you got to give, like, Scott a juicy role. You got to get something that he can get into. No, I don't think I need that. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll get you into something, man. Making you as uncomfortable as possible while trying to pretend to be a character is one of my Probably, life's yeah. missions. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> you, can, you can practice. You can practice. Here. You want more? Uh, Come on, Scott. Come on, Scott. Come on, Scott. Do a British accent. 
Yeah, no, do a pirate. I, I, I don't, do a I don't, pirate. Ooh, do a pirate. Do a British pirate accent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know how to do a British do, pirate. Do, do a soccer British pirate. Accent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep adding things to it, yeah, make it yeah, even yeah. worse and worse and worse. Uh, <laughs> he's left-handed. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Improv. No. All right then. But yeah. So without uh, any more ado or whatever, much ado about nothing. But here we got. Mr. Ken Carlson, and uh, live at the Grid City Comic Show. This is Ken Carlson. He created Hellbound Slant 6, which there's a merch booth in the back there with all of our other stuff as well. But it is, what would you call it? A comic book. Well, thank you. Yes, it's a comic book. But uh, written and drawn by Ken. And get the elevator picture. Sorry, I'm not trying to be a smartass. Um, it's very disorienting for me right now that I can't monitor my volume. So oh, yep. I, I have to trust you, but it's just weird. It's good. You know You're what fine. I'm saying? I feel yep. naked. Yep. Okay. That's fine. Um, so it's a comic book. It's a horror comic book uh, about a young woman who works for a... I need to work on my elevator pitch, but she works for a heavy metal tour and she gets a call from her mother at the beginning of the comic, the first issue. Uh, her mother's dying, so she leaves her job to go be with her mother at the end. While en route to, to be at her mother's side, she gets drawn up in the midst of a battle, a civil war in hell. And she learns that the only way for her to get back to the regular world is to help Satan reclaim the throne of hell. Uh, and then she also good. finds uh, spoilers that in order for her to ascend from hell, she has to let go of some some sort of personal issues that are holding her down um, because she's in hell and she has to forgive uh, herself and some other people before she can actually get out of hell. And it's completed. The entire it is, done. thing That's is completed. The whole so, story right I'm there. I'm so stoked for you for that, dude. I am excited. It is, it is good to have it finally done. Well, there you go. You can yeah. take that out if you want to. That is a terrible <laughs> elevator pitch, I know. It's supposed to be like a minute, and I'm like, blah, blah. Oh, and then there's this, and then there's that, and it's there's like some biblical fiction going on. There's like Cain and Abel are in it. Satan's in it. Yeah, it's it's fun. I lo- uh, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. You're making some <laughs> sales right here in front of the Grit City Comic show booth grid city comic podcast grid city podcast i've only we i mean it's it's about three o'clock here we started at about oh i don't know 7 a.m for yeah, scott we were here at seven. scott and jeff were here at seven nice guys and yeah, and now it. and now we've got we've got ourselves an eric yeah i'm here second and, shift just showed up yeah <laughs> and, fresh blood and ken carlson hey, hey. So how's it how's it been for you uh, today so it's pretty far? Good. It's been a good show. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I've I've done well. Um, nice. Yeah, very very happy with with what's happening. Um, do you see this Union Station right here? Yeah, yeah. Adjacent that is the Washington State History Museum. Yes, which is where fantastic. I almost took a job uh, about three months ago. What you fucking should have? If you could live over, you get you you get into Tacoma. <laughs> uh, so uh, here's why I turned it down. Mm. Um, it would have been at a minimum of an hour a day commute for me. Until you move here, and it would have been a significant pay cut for me. As okay, well. fine, that's fair. Um, that's fair. But I'm saying, like, I mean, there's a bunch of houses on my block that are for sale right now. Dude, I wanted to take it so bad. <laughs> like, I wanted to work in that building because they have another building next to Stadium High School. It's yeah, and they're fucking cool. Like yes, the Union absolutely. Station here. I've been at the the Washington State His, His, History Museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the, the stuff that they got there is so cool. It goes back. First off, history goes back a long time. Shocking, but it go, they their exhibits go back to like prehistoric stuff. Absolutely, and I thought that was so cool. No, it's phenomenal. I really wanted to take it. I just couldn't justify the pay cut. Right? <sighs> but I was like so sad because I like the building's amazing, and I love what they do there. I love their mission. I love pres- the preservation of the history. Yeah. I love the pre, uh, you know, let's just call it the pre white man stuff because yeah. I love that as well. That's a 
Yeah. You know, be, very, very important part of the, the place that we live. And that's the one thing I do like with um, a bunch of the businesses around here, including like the Grand Cinema. Like they give tribute to the Puyallup tribe who own this land, which I mean, literally it was taken away. Like that's yeah. just what happens, uh, which fucking yeah, sucks. The, the but Medicine that, uh, Creek Treaty. Uh, if you read into that, that shit was fucked up. Yeah. And then there's a reason why we have like the memorial bridges and all the different things and the stuff and like the Chinese reclamation park, because even when other people were coming in here, we were kicking them out. History in Tacoma is interesting and not in the best ways a lot of the times. But I think that you need to not quash those. You need to embrace them and be able to move on from them and understand what is shitty about those and then move on from that. Yeah. And awareness is definitely important. Yeah. 100%. You know, recognize that, like you said, we do kind of live on stolen land. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's no kind of about it. No, yeah, no, it's absolutely. And that's the, 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 there's the whole basis of, well, good old USA. And not to crap on it so much, but, uh, I mean, you have to recognize that. I mean, we could dive down a rabbit hole talking about the United States and, and what we've done for good or ill. Um, right. Or we could talk about it's a mixed comic bag. book nerd stuff. Absolutely. And I was going to segue. <laughs> do you remember, maybe a little more than a year and a half ago, I reached out to you about doing a table read of a screenplay? Yes. And it's just the schedules did not line up. Yes. This I, Well, I was having difficulty getting the schedules lined up, but ultimately what sunk it for me was... Uh, ultimately what sunk it for me was it's kind of... It's, so it's a horror comedy, okay, but it's very crass. It's it's pretty oh, vulgar. Oh, okay. And the the Roe v. Wade thing happened, where the Supreme Court dismissed that. Yeah. And it kind of took all of the winds completely out of my sails behind that particular screenplay because of the crassness of the, the of the script itself. Okay. Um. So I was so I, I've revisited it, but what I wanted to propose, and and I mean, this is one of those situations where a guy proposes on the jumbotron, and the lady's like, "Oh no, I do." How do I say no <laughs> in front of all these in people? In front of everybody, I do. Yeah. Later on, we gonna have a talk. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so I, I had been thinking about, you know, I've retooled the script a little bit, and I'm going to retool it a little more to make sure. Look. Uh, it makes jokes at expenses of some people, but I don't hate anyone. I love everyone. And particularly this one was, uh, I don't want to say misogynistic, but I could see how it could be perceived that way. Mm-hmm. And in the light of the row thing, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do yeah. it at that time. Um, however, I may be ready <laughs> um, and I'm changing it. I'm changing the things about it that I think were offensive. Yeah. But I wanted to see how you felt about doing a table read, but live. Oh, on a podcast. Shit. Uh, yes. See what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, here's I'm in because you first off, you have to have Scott. You have yeah. to have Scott. <laughs> I, I struggle with acting he's, or being he, a character. He's man. a guy Star who can't. Me. Like <laughs> okay. he, he he gets this awkwardness about himself, like just instead of deve- yeah. like turning himself into the character going into he's like, I can't do it. So like having <laughs> having hard. it go into that and having him do it, yes. Like straight up, I think we should do it. Nice. Like that. At the very least, should be Patreon content. Oh, um, snap. It sounds it, fun, man. But yeah, I think maybe even just doing it like live and then recording it. Like, we could, I mean, we there's plenty of places. We got our mobile recording stuff. We could just do it at the house. Like, I, I think it'd be pretty studio. fun. Like, how many people can you uh, uh, accommodate in terms of like a table read? Because I, w- I was thinking of like bringing some actors. Yeah. To, not yeah. to say that Scott couldn't have a role. <laughs> That's fair. I think there's, a, I, there's one of the characters in the script that's literally called Titty Vixen. Nice. 
Scott, your titty vixen. <laughs> Scott's you know going to be titty. Yeah. I like it. I dig it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, for microphones, if ever, if anyone wants to share a mic, that's one thing. But, I mean, we can do like a seven to eight mic setup. Nice. So, like, it's very simple on that sort of aspect. And if we need more mics for people to share mics, that's fine as well. And got the studio space. We got the bar space. Sweet. Got everything set up, man. Oh, man. You know how it is. Logistics. Yep. Yep. Which, by the way, New Year's Eve party. Uh, Thank you. I saw that. I appreciate the invite. I hope you're coming I, I don't up. know. Um, I know my you... wife does not like driving on New Year's, like being on the road. Oh, fuck. God. Yep. Yeah, you're right. That's, That's coming up from Olympia. Yeah. I get it. My, As a side, uh, a little bit of a side on that aspect of just uh, Olympia in that area, you were the one person I hit up. We went down to go to Olympia to the, uh, I think, the Capital City Theater for Ron yeah. Funches for the comedy show. Um, Blair Saki and Ron Funches were out there, and you hit up the uh, Cryptotropa. Yeah, yeah, nice. Because I nice. was, I, I, it was that thing. First off, Olympia is a grit city as well. Just, I mean, just, just a different gritty than Tacoma. Very but, different gritty, but still gritty nonetheless. Yeah, little gritty. And I, I knew that you would know places to go. Yeah. So we, uh, we hit up a couple. We hit uh, old school pizza. Because we wanted to do that and get the vibe there. Place is fucking fantastic. And then I, I hit you up because I was like, I need to know a cool place. And I could never remember the name of it, but you hit uh, yeah, me Yeah, Cryptotropa. Cryptotropa is essentially what a, uh, like, like Church Cantina is here. Goth bar, okay. cool vibes. The booths are so fucking cool. Yeah, Coffin cool. booths. Oh, like wow. it, like booths, booths. But anyway, it was just the vibe is just fantastic. So, like the table when you sit at like the booth, yeah. the table it's made out of, of a coffin. It's, like, have, it's coffin shaped it. and it's like oh. super enclosed. Oh, okay. Oh, like okay. so, it's they're big and they're the privacy is pretty fantastic. All right, and just like the whole thing with it, it's like punk rock goth. Like I loved it. There was like a, a, a show going on outside, nice, and we just like just got. And there's it a wicked cool statue of Lucifer. Yeah, just hanging out like right in the middle. Yeah, like right. you go, you go to the bar, you order up, and you're hanging out next to Lucifer, and then you go back into your little booth and uh, catch all the spooky vibes. Yeah, it was great. It was there's fantastic. there's hella good. Uh, like I mean, so let's let's be perfectly honest, and I'm not trying to shit on Olympia, but like Tacoma's <laughs> got way better food options than Olympia does. Like, fair enough. It's not even a contest. Um, but if you're down there and you want to know good food options, I can definitely uh, steer you to a couple of good places. But I'm thinking about like the best sandwich in Olympia. It's it's at fifth on fourth, um, and it is hands down the best deal because it's twelve bucks and you get a sandwich that weighs like three pounds and then a oh. pound of fries. So you're getting almost five pounds of food for twelve dollars. It's easily two meals. Um, wow. But then okay, I'm like yeah. thinking about like the top of Tacoma and their sandwiches. You know. Oh. I love Way the top. Good too. Like we haven't shouted out the top of Tacoma in a while, but their Rainier Reuben, I freaking love the Beast of Burden. Like these are just the ones I'm popping off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, that place because, is dope. Like, yeah, like they're fantastic. Like the McKinley Hill area is like there's there's like I think three solid spots in Tacoma if you're going for food and vibes. Uh, McKinley Hill has some of the best food there. Top of Tacoma, um, the the God, I think it's Rojo or. It's the, the right across the street from there. It's a Mexican fusion, Mexican Filipino fusion place. Ooh, their nice. Lump, oh, their lumpia is so good. Hell yeah. And I'm, I don't, I'm not down with mole, but uh, a lot of people say that their mole is really, really good. Okay. So if you're down with that, Dusty's Hideaways right around there. Parky's Tavern just uh, redid it with their kind of, they, they kind of turned into like a hipster pizzas spot. Okay. So I haven't been there yet, but I've heard some really good things about them. But just like right around that area, super solid. 
South Tacoma Way, which I'll always pimp out because of Church Cantina and uh, a lot of those stuff. The Mule, Opal Lounge, Airport Tavern, Real Arts there, which we're I'm going to be going to. Uh, well, it's past this for the recording, but uh, they do a bunch of live shows, but they also do, uh, they're doing a circle pit swap meet. Oh, nice. So heavy metal swap meet. Hell yeah. So some friends are going to be there, so I'm going to go hang out with them. And then 6th Avenue. That's Sixth, awesome. 6th Ave has like all the great stuff. E9, Red High. Oh, I, I've been to E9. Mary this place Mar. is pretty cool. There's a, so there's another just quick shout out I want to make because you brought up, uh, what did you bring up? Mexican uh, Filipino Fusion. Yeah. There is a place in Olympia. It's a food truck. Uh, I think it's parked at Three Magnets Brewing recently. It's called Akashic Burgers. Okay. And they have like a Filipino, South Asian, American fusion. Oh. And I got a burger there one time called the Anunnaki Burger. Okay. Which is like the secret alien yeah. lizard people race. Yeah, I love yeah. their name. So yeah, the burger yeah, yeah, yeah. the burger had a, a, a regular hamburger patty plus a fried egg and then kimchi. And Ooh. I was like, this sounds terrible. I'm going to try it. It was one of the best goddamn burgers <laughs> I've ever had in my life. See, so I, remember Akashic Burgers or okay. Akashic Food Truck in Olympia. I'm, and then and, and Vicks also is my favorite pizza joint in Olympia. I haven't. Like, I'm not a person who is usually down with like a fried egg on a burger. Oh, I don't know out, why. That's it's delicious. I know, and I understand that. But for some reason, it's just like for me, that's the too much. Like okay. that's the line that's too much. If you're adding a burger, you've realized you can't put anything else on this, but you want to put something else, so you just throw an egg on it. I had a boss one time who was from New Jersey, and he was telling me they used to make a hamburger, and then they throw a piece of ham on top of it. Yeah, that's and too then much. they throw a piece of egg on top of that. That's too much. And I'm like, whoa! Like you don't need to put ham on a hamburger. Like I get that's the name, but it's not the name. Like, <laughs> I think we were talking about this. I, I used a pastrami, pastrami on top of a burger. Yeah. in Utah, and it's delicious. It seems I a bit it. much for oh, me. Like if I'm best. if I'm going for a pastrami sandwich, I don't need the extra layer of meat. So good, dude. It's too much meat in my mouth. That's, ne- that's not true. <laughs> I do love the sausage. He never though. said that's true. Um, that's true. But what yeah. about bacon? I love bacon. On a burger. And adding bacon to a burger is absolutely okay, but you put a slice of ham on it, and for too some much. reason I'm like, no, nope, that's too much. Put an egg on it? Nope, that's too much. You put, make it a breakfast. You make a breakfast sandwich with an egg and bacon on it on a muffin. I'm okay with that. On a bagel, I'm okay with that. Put a patty on it? Too much. Like, then it goes too far on that aspect. So, uh, I mean, all I can say is maybe consistency on that, but I, I don't like too much meat. Oh, God damn it. There's too many quarter you know, he's, he's lying again. Uh, he keeps saying that. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not what I heard. Okay. Okay. Uh, Behave. Eric, how do you feel about food? I like food. Nice. Do <laughs> you think the egg is too much? Or are you down with egg on a on a burger? It, maybe like a single patty burger. I'd go for that. But yeah, I, All right. it, it's, it's not my go-to. But now here's the thing, too. I realize that, well, no, because I can either do a sausage patty or bacon. I don't do a bacon and sausage patty on an egg sandwich for the breakfast. So the the, the egg on the burger is not my go-to. Like, I don't, like, seek that out. Fair. But when I was at the Akashic Burger Truck, I saw that that was one of the menu options. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm but, yeah, see what you're it's adding like. in, like, kimchi, and you're adding a yeah. whole bunch of different things kimchi, to it. So kimchi. it's, like, looking to have, like, that experience. It was an experience, for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, everything on that burger. The kimchi, the egg, yeah. the burger. Dude, that it's sounds, so good. Awesome. It's so good. That's amazing. I, I need to go have it again because it was really good. Uh, another time, a buddy of mine who used to work at McDonald's took a took a like a a regular McDonald's cheeseburger and put a hash brown on it, a McDonald's hash brown on it, and I was like, "That's stupid." And then I tried it, and I was like, like "This is delicious. Great. This yeah. is amazing." See, that seems like it would be okay. I don't know if I would do it, but at the same point, like I eat a breakfast sandwich, 
and then I also eat the hash brown. It's going in the same spot. Why not just put it on top of it? So that's been the uh, the move online lately is um, to take the McDonald's sandwiches, whatever, remove the buns, and just smash it uh, between two hash browns. Okay. And oh. then put a little syrup on there, too. Dude, yeah. But I've never tried it. It sounds messy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely messy. It's like the McDonald's version of the double down. Oh, yeah. that was with the, the chicken patties, right? I didn't go for it. I tried it. I wanted to see what it was like. I and? tried it once. It was it was good. Because here's the thing. The time that I tried it, and this is years ago now, right? You were stoned. Uh, probably. <laughs> but I couldn't quit thinking about it. it was for like days after yeah. that, I had to go back and get another one. But I think KFC is that way in general. Like whenever I eat at KFC, then for days after that, I'm thinking about wanting KFC again. A couple of weeks ago, I had uh, like a fr- I'm off Friday. So I went, I went to KFC and grabbed a Famous Bowl. Okay. And then, like, for the next three days, I was like, God, I want another fucking Famous Bowl. <laughs> so I, I went back and got another Famous Bowl. Dude, I had that when they had the uh, buffalo chicken sliders. Nice. The itty-bitty ones. Sure. They had them for 99 cents. And at that price point, it was perfect. I could get two of those in a Mountain Dew for under five bucks, and you wonder why I'm fat. It's a good deal. And yeah. it was a great deal. They bumped it up to a buck twenty-nine. too much. Yes. Yeah, I was out. Not like, the same anymore. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's not a deal anymore. It's, it's not like worth it. what Jack in the Box two tacos now is like a buck thirty or something. I'm like, fuck that. They got the they got the angry tacos now though. No, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, they're red tacos. Their shells are red, and apparently oh, okay. they're going to burn your butthole. So oh, good, really I good. Don't, yeah, I don't need angry yeah. anything. Yeah, they no. ca- literally they call them angry tacos. Angry and, customers is what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily mess with Jack in the Box anymore. I really love how Jack in the Box and Taco Bell just fully embraced the stoner demographic. Oh, Jack in the Box is like yeah. we're going to have like a little like bowl filled with like little tacos smothered in gravy and cheese and you're gonna fucking eat it and you're gonna love it and i'm you're like gonna you're right or like any of the deal boxes they're like the five dollar deal box yep. and it's, yes. instead of the yep. bowl it's just like a box just full of all the random stuff yep. here's some churros too because you want those and then taco bell's like we're gonna make a taco out of doritos man <laughs> and you know the research my favorite thing now with taco bell is the fact that they're doing commercials with Pete Davidson for their <laughs> breakfast tacos. Yeah. And he's just like, I love it. He's just like, wait, you guys, you guys haven't done this before. You haven't done, you have, you have all of the ingredients and you haven't done a breakfast taco yet. What the, you know? And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Why haven't you done breakfast tacos? That's a good point. Yeah. Well, not Dude, I, I love me a crunch, a breakfast crunch wrap though. I haven't had a breakfast oh, crunch so wrap. Good. Oh, is it they're, really? they're awesome. Get a steak breakfast crunch wrap. That shit is legit. Uh, anything, yeah, anything steak breakfast, like I'm usually down for. Like chicken fried steak, steak I just and had eggs. A chicken fried steak. I love chicken fried so steak. Chicken breakfast, yeah. breakfast burrito was so good. Oh, it's so good. That's the one thing that I, I know it really kind of saved them, but was the uh, when Tacoma Comedy Club had to oh, and pivot and they had to do the yep. breakfast and their breakfast burritos were so good yep. and it's like all you could do is get a delivery man because that's just the world that we're living in and i'm like you know what it's worth it i'm gonna get these breakfast burritos delivered and i'm i'm helping out a company survive but i'm also eating these bomb ass fucking burritos how do you feel so. about breakfast pizza are you guys breakfast pizza fans with egg and if my breakfast pizza is just the cold pizza from the night before no, that like I grabbed a, a out pizza of it. with breakfast stuff. I, ha- I don't think I've ever tried a breakfast Isn't that oh. just quiche? No, they like oh. legit make breakfast <laughs> pizzas. Have you ever tried yeah. one? I've had one once uh, when Puget Sound Pizza did one yeah. for like a pizza of the month. Oh, and, uh, yeah, and it was good. It was like yeah. eggs, eggs and bacon, like your classic 
and then a little bit of some potato on there. Yeah, some of them put potato on. Some people will put uh, like white, like gravy, like uh, biscuits and gravy, gravy on. Nice right? as like the base, uh, like or the, a the sauce base. Yeah, you don't use a red sauce. Though. Yeah, yeah. A, usually a, a, a white sauce, like like a, gravy should be like yeah. sausage gravy. Yeah. Country oh, gravy, dude. They're really so good. I, I would eat them. that. We, yeah, yeah. Vicks, my favorite pizza at Vicks is actually called the Wildwood, and it has very thinly sliced red potatoes on it. And they like melt in your mouth. It's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. That, I know. I love how we just turned this into food chat, but mm-hmm. I mean, at <laughs> the same point, Puget Sound Pizza. You mentioned them. Their pizza of the month right now is the big deal. They're bringing back the pickle. Yeah. Like, love the pickle shit, man. Oh, no way. That no way. That's going to sound good anyway. So, but it's. Uh, Really, I love that those things. I mean, I love the pickled cheesecake that they were doing at Side Piece. They do that every once in a while. I have to try that. Oh, dude, it's so good. I know we're getting it. Let's talk a little bit more geeky shit. I think. I feel. Yeah, word. What's going on? So we're looking at. We've been talking with people. Oh, you guys ever seen Z Nation? Because oh. uh, he's right behind you. He's right Doc behind is right behind you. Then. Oh yeah. Oh, no way. <laughs> you gonna be best friends with him then? I, oh shit! I, I would try my hardest. Joe McCoggy, you're a really cool comic book. I Dude, mean, last week was pretty exciting. I saw a new Planet of the Apes trailer for a new Planet of the Apes movie coming out. I'm Kingdom super, of the Planet of the Apes. Super excited about that. Yeah. Um, super excited about uh, the Godzilla minus one trailer that I that I watched. I didn't. Um, well, you're wearing a, a Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that shit. I love Godzilla. I. Um, um, what, what else? There was there was what, other shit I saw this week too. What oh. was your first first four way for for way for what was your first interaction with Godzilla? My what? first interaction yeah, with Godzilla. Yeah. Do you remember that? Because I mean, as a kid, I remember loving dinosaurs and I remember watching Godzilla, and I knew it was cheesy then, but I still still loved every aspect of it. Oh. And that was probably pretty similar. I was a kid watching reruns of the of the movies from the fifties and sixties. Yeah. Um, the black and white ones of the guy in a suit. It was cheesy, but I don't know why. There was something about it that I loved. Um, and then when I, you know, got into high school, just like monster movies, so I'm like anything. Yeah. With monsters destroying stuff. That was, I think, when Power Rangers was really kind of coming to prominence too. Yeah. And like then that, there was Voltron. My favorite part about Power Rangers was that I was technically out of that demographic. Same. But I had a five-year-old brother at the time. Same. It was so. It was like, yeah, we'll watch Power Rangers. Yep. I'm fine with that. Yeah, my little brother was my gateway into Power Rangers because yeah. I was like, wasn't into that at the time. But yeah, I yeah. mean, like Voltron, two fought big monsters like Pacific Rim. Oh like I didn't God, watch the I second one. The Pacific first Rim. one though, I, I I didn't watch the second one at all. But the yeah. first one, it was just like this is this is exactly what I want. This is a hundred percent what I want in a fucking. That's a, a, a that's Guillermo del Toro, man. He, yeah, he nails yeah. it. He just like, he creates amazing stuff out of the park every yeah. time. Absolutely, one hundred. Except maybe the, the what was the fish one where he took Abe Sapien from yeah. Hellboy and made him fall in love with a lady. Oh, and that was kind of creepy. I was like, a yeah, fish right, called Wanda. Exactly. Was it a yeah. fish called Wanda? I think that's. One I was like, was. wait a second. This is a love conquers all thing, but this lady just fell in love with a fish. Right. Well, I mean, who hasn't? When you really think about <laughs> it. True. Good point. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just remember everyone talking. It's like when they boiled down the Revenant into the bear fucking movie. <laughs> okay. It's like this is just boiled down to the fish fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. As I'm swearing openly in front of all this, this is a family. I was doing that too. Is that not okay? No, it's fine. But it's this is a family kind of... friendly event. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Ken Carlson, you make dreams come true. Well, your own dreams with your Kickstarter projects. I'll try and make your dreams come true too, dude. Oh yeah, right. we're gonna do this reading. We're gonna do this reading. <laughs> figure all of that out. So we're Sweet. gonna make that happen. It'll be fun. Yep, absolutely. Check it out. It's the chief. Oh, Master Chief just hanging out. Looks yeah. like you've got a couple of yeah. truck nuts on. Oh no, hey. those are some cluster bombs. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was just like, those look nice. like truck nuts on yeah. the top of the. Old... I'll check this out. They should. Yeah, they should put. They should put truck nuts on the on a banshee. 
Oh, yeah. Justin, I thought you were saying around. they should put truck nuts turn on Master Chief. <laughs> oh, you missed it. Oh. Oh. That's fine. He's probably, he's probably pointing his gun at me. That's fine. Um, I love it. I think this is fantastic. Look at that. Look at this. Oh, and he lights up, too. That is so cool. The things that you can see at the Grit City Comic Show are freaking amazing. And it's good visual at night, too. I have to imagine going out there. I was probably hunting squirrels. That's probably what I would do. Oh, Redneck Master Chief. See, no, that's, I thought they were truck nets. They're not truck nets, but that's fine. Warthog uh, nets. Yeah, we're not. They're pine- I was talking yeah. into my camera instead of my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, where can people find you, Ken? I mean, we have you on a million times, but I'm so glad that, first off, Hellbound Thank Slant you. 6. Hellbound yeah. Slant 6 is done. Yes. You've completed it. It is the done. Omnibus is It is out. finished. You can pick up specific uh, issues if you want, if you need to fill out your collection. Singles, yeah. I got singles, but I got uh, a hardback and a paperback as well. Yeah. Very um, happy for that. People could find you at KenzoFKC.com. That is correct. God, I love that is the it. best place. Yep. You know, I'm trying to steer, like, you still got to use the socials, but you got to just direct people to your website. And I mean, your thing is kind of with everything along those same lines. Yeah. You keep that branding similar. So if you look it up, you'll find it all with all that. Absolutely. But, it's all at KenzoFKC.com. Yep, exactly. Thank you so much for hanging out with yeah, me. Yeah, man. Buddy. Thanks for uh, having me. I love Ken. He knows this, and um, hopefully I'm going to see him at New Year's. Yeah, right. That MF for better come out to my party. That's all I'm saying. Right on. Yeah, one of the first times. I, yeah, I got some pictures of King because he's just an interesting guy. Like the first time I ever saw him, he was one of the guys I stocked with my camera. And it was at, at, at your house. <laughs> and we got, got some really cool pictures of just him standing around. Does he know uh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He liked the one. Uh, I, nice. I took a picture of him. I told, I told him they should make a statue. I think it's him holding a Captain America shield. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was probably at my Nerf birthday party. Huh? I think it was the Nerf, Nerf one. Yeah. And the lights <laughs> coming through uh, your, your patio area in the back made it kind of like this striped look. You Dude, know, so, yeah, he looked badass. You makes you do some really good framing on stuff you've got a really good eye for that jeff i'm really like i'm constantly impressed by the shots that you've taken and most of the time anytime i have an issue with it it's like myself like oh i shouldn't have worn ankle socks that day (laughs) (laughs) my face shouldn't be in this picture you're right (laughs) you're like oh i was making a dumb face oh yeah but yeah, you know, right. Thank you. You, you are the Grit City that. Podcast official photographer. And Thank you. you. Whether you like it or not. And that's fun. And I get to, I get to take pictures that you know of of uh, people with a lot of character. And I think that's why those pictures come through a lot better because you guys got a lot of character. You know, just because um, we. Uh, our characters doesn't mean right. we have. I, well, I think, yeah, I think so. I think that that's, that's why it works. <laughs> uh, I, I, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now I, I just want, like, I feel like you see like the people of like New York or I, I just want you to get a picture of like the people of Tacoma, but that might end up uh, in an interesting sort of light. So we'll see how that works out <laughs> in the future. <laughs> when we do more live stuff, we'll have to get more headshots of people as we're doing them now. I think because right. I think we should really utilize um, your photography skills. 
Right. We, we, we need to uh, do a check off list. I said check off, check off list <laughs> uh, about shots that that uh, that we get at conventions and when we're out. And they should be mandatory. No questions asked. So whatever we're doing, we do have to get like, you know, three, three or four mm-hmm. different types of shot for the group. And then uh, and the guests also, you know. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. We just, but we have too much fun, and that's okay. Too. Yep, you know, I guess. that's like us missing uh, the the photography or the pictures with the the cars that we talked about. Mm-hmm. It was like we were having such a good time and just stacking everything together one on one, hanging out with people, new friends like the people yep. that we had uh, met at SOS, or even like some of them from last week, like CM Kane and meeting. The, I, I'm just going to bring it up every time the Galactic Druid treats like that guy. We're yeah. going to get him on. We've been in heavy, heavy discussions about a uh, 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 co- collaboration, I think is the best way to put it at this point in time. I think it's just us yelling um, things at him. And then him. Have you tried this candy? Have you tried this candy? Oh my god! This candy. (laughs) The amount of times that I've texted our group in all caps, thinking I had the most brilliant idea, and then I'm just like, "This is the fucking greatest idea ever!" And then it gets shot down. I'm like, "All right, that's fine. We'll just do something else that's fucking great." (laughs) Um, dude, he he's tried a lot of candy. I (laughs) I know he's got a lot on his website, um, but he's tried a lot as well. Yeah, so definitely follow him. Check out the last episode because we talk about it a whole bunch as well. Um, but the final episode, the final interview for this episode, and we'll still keep talking about recapping our experiences. But I want to get all of the interviews, all the uh, the meat and potatoes that we uh, participated in in that whole uh, shindig out there. And this one involves the the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Rusty, Rusty Comic. Maybe, but by the end of this, you might hear a different, a different tune to his name. But he ended up coming down, hanging out, and of course we had to talk with him in BS. And we got, we got deep into like the nerd talk when it came down to it on this, uh, on this interview. So listen to again, Mister Rusty, as he discusses nerddom with us. We found a Wild Rusty. Wild yes. Rusty has appeared at the Grit City Comic Show, which I'm pretty stoked about. Like, uh, I didn't know that you were a, bi- a big comic book nerd. I've been coming here from the first one. Really? Yeah, but I'm not a big comic no- book nerd. Okay. I so, like people. Okay. There's That's people. true. There's people. Yeah, yeah. Check There's it out. There's people. Here's another guest. There's costuming. No. There's Ken Carlson. Ken Carlson's in the house. Scott and all of these people hanging out. Very exciting. I love it just because we're sitting here at the booth in the lobby and anybody, everybody can Ethan just HD walk right all by. caps. Yeah, Ethan HD all caps, owner of Destiny City Comics and uh-huh. a pro wrestler. He just stopped by and said hello. Yeah. But you should go and see him at Destiny City Comics. Showed us what he bought. On. Him and his wife, they purchased some prints and some uh, or some artwork. You can't buy some, prints. He's dead. Ha-ha. Oh, jeez. Sorry. That, that, was, that, that was, was bad. That was, was kind of bad. bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Jeez. Here's the problem I, is that I'm you, can't make, back my you can't make shitty jokes in front of a comic because he'll call you on it. I would yeah. just... I would just blame the fact that we've been here for like six hours at this point. Yeah, we are. Well, I mean. Use that as your excuse. That's true. We've been here for six (laughs) hours, so that's my excuse. What's yours? When did anyone, when did people actually start showing up? uh, 10, 9, 10 o'clock. And we've been here since about 8. 
Like well, you, you have. Said it. Yeah. Like I got here at eight and then Jeff and Scott and were like, we're going to, and Derek got here. We're going to here at seven Did in the morning. Did they have to be here that early? No. Just, no, it took us like 20 minutes to set up. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. it took us folding table no and a time. Oh, the folding table is already up. Oh, okay. So <laughs> they, they, yeah, no, Grid yeah. City Comic Show set us up with the table. So it was all good. Well, geez. Yeah. So uh, we've been, we've been playing the game. We're doing that. Uh, we're having some fun here. So, okay. So you go here. You're not a huge comic book fan. No, no. So I love comic books. I just don't read them. Reading is fundamental, sir. I never learned. Oh, so. <laughs> make it awkward. But the pictures are very pretty. No, no. So I, I've read, uh, was it the, not Watchmen. Um, you haven't read Watchmen? No, no. I haven't. You I've should. seen the show. Yeah. The show's dope. Well, that's kind of awkward. Preacher. I've read all of Preacher. Preacher's so good. Did yeah. you watch the Preacher show? Uh, only a little bit of it. Yeah, but I it didn't, looked, it seemed I didn't good. finish the last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did really enjoy it. The problem was like the last season hit the same time like the pandemic hit. And it was oh, kind of yeah. like same vibe sort of dystopian shit. I'm like, oh, no, it's not I'm a little for this. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, yeah. cool with it. Same reason why I haven't watched The Last of Us. Like, I just don't want to watch okay, that, something about you, gotta, you should probably fix that. Though. I know. That's a little bit different. And now that That's... we're past, now that now that COVID's been cured, we're fine and I sure. can get through it. <laughs> but, you know, I it was just a, it was a moment in time sort of thing. So you're oh. into comics. Watch a lot of the Vertigo stuff, which I that appreciate. Is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I just picked oh, up. Oh, we just watched. Have you seen Bodies yet? Bodies, no. Bodies, it's by Vertigo. It's a TV show on Netflix. Really? Bodies. It's about four detectives that all find the same body. Okay. But in different periods of time. Oh. So there's a detective in the 1800s. What's it finds, on? It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was so. a Vertigo thing. It is Vertigo. It's DC Vertigo. I'd never heard of the comic before. Yeah. And I was like, this seemed, it sounded familiar to me because I've been to, like, I like conventions more than I like comics. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I like coming to see the people. And I, I, I was like, that sounds familiar. And I l- went to look who the writer was and then found out it was a Vertigo, which I love anyways. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a really good show, though. Vertigo. Watch it. I, th- Vertigo was my first foray, foray into, um, quote unquote, adult comics. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we. Mine we, was Cherry. Cherry. I don't even know Cherry. It was a porn comic. Oh, way okay. Back when. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I see. Fine. <laughs> whatever. Like, without without porn comics, thank sure. you very much. Sure, sure. But it was the first delve into that. Like, Preacher was one of the big ones. Yeah. The one that I just picked up a graphic novel of today for a very cheap price, actually, only five bucks uh, Transmetropolitan. Oh. Which is essentially a futuristic take on. Like what Hunter S. Thompson would be oh. as a journalist in like neo corporate future. <laughs> so okay. this dude named Spider Jerusalem who's just a total just fucking out there, but he's the guy who's searching for the truth for the bullshit. Nice. And to, you know, cut through all that bullshit. It's like Hunter S. Thompson in Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh. Good call. Yeah. Good I'm call. In. So I, I'm getting one because one of the guys at work, I'm trying to be like friends with him. I, I want to be your friend. And he to, he, uh, is want, he really cool? I want to be. He's kind of cool. How do you make friends? I don't know. I want to know. You I'm buy trying, them gifts from a comic convention. So we mentioned that he likes comic books. And I was like, what are you into? And he mentioned some stuff. And he mentioned some like Vertigo stuff. I'm like, oh, have you ever yeah. read a Transmetropolitan? And he's like, no. And I, I gave him the, the, the elevator pitch. He's like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to, I got that. I'm going to let him borrow that. And then the book, one of the books I got, uh, American Vampire, which is Scott Snyder, who has done a lot of amazing stuff. Like he did a, a great Batman run, oh. and he's done a bunch of other really cool stuff. Nice. It's a t- and he even got Stephen King to write one of the stories. 
That would be cool. Oh, dude. And the art is amazing. It's this guy named uh, Rafael Albuquerque. And it's Wait, just. Rafael Albuquerque? Yeah. Okay. Jimenez, I think, is his. Oh. Al- Rafael Albuquerque Jimenez, I believe. That and, is a name. Yeah. It's, it's a hell of a name. But his art's fantastic. It's basically about vampires coming to America, but really kind of a new like american vampire like they can walk in Didn't the day they do that show or what oh i hate don't oh it, man it's a little it's oh. just one guy and it's it's but it's also dealing with the old school vampires because there's old vampires this is just one who has evolved so, like, in a way so blade so blade he's not blade. he's not blade he's not blade i'm, no, no. S- I'm selling it bad oh. just shut up i know it makes me blah, mad. Blah, blah. <laughs> no, not like that, Jeff. But no, like, blah. maybe I'll let you borrow the book, too. But you don't read, so never mind. Yeah, no, I never learned. It's one that, it's really one that <laughs> I feel should be, like, turned into a show. Like, they're turning all these, yeah. like, I, I fucking love Sandman. Like, the show. Like, I love the comics. I did not like, I, so we watched, like, three episodes, and I was out. I couldn't. Why? I, couldn't, I don't know. I just didn't feel oh, right. That it wasn't into it. See, I don't know. I was, but I also binge read all of it for the first time before we watched the series. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You'd never read it before. No. No. Yeah. And it's totally up my alley. But for yeah. whatever reason, just never well, got into it. Didn't have friends that were in the Sandman. That was the other one I watched. I I read Sandman too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was well, Sandman and, that, and Preacher. Yeah. I mean. Those you can are, tell what I like, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's that. And it, but it, and also on that point, too, just like that era, I think, mm-hmm. just yeah. for like us growing up, is like the perfect sort of aspect of what really what kind of like growing up in the 90s and the 2000s really kind of was. Yeah. Like, I didn't catch them. I didn't catch them then. Actually. I know, but yeah. you really should but I, have. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know. <laughs> Which is weird because I've been going to conventions forever. I just never latched on to all the, I like yeah. the nerdy people, not necessarily the nerdy stuff. I know. Isn't that weird? It kind That's of weird. is. I just like to drink with nerds. That's true. Yeah. I know. And you're going to be mean, hanging out with us, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to give a shout yeah. out because after this, after the after party, we won't be recording this because it's just a bad idea to record it when we do this stuff. But yeah. the lovely camp bar is going to be hosting our after party. And then they got karaoke afterwards. So I'm like, well, Yes, and I'm super stoked on that just because they've been such good supporters of us. You were there for the boot to boot. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. And Even did... before that, years ago with the the acne, uh, the, yeah, the acne. Yeah, yeah, I had my Wheel of Fortune uh, screening there. That's right. Yep. Then we had the Brost there and the Brogan roast. Oh, yeah. that was so much fun. Yeah. I, my favorite part about that was Naren. His PowerPoint presentation, oh, the yeah. roast Brogan, was probably the funniest thing I had seen in so long. Like, he's so good at what he fucking does. I ended up just roasting his ex-wife. Me too. More than him. Yeah. With, I mean, to be fair, she was screwing him. So. Yeah, well, I mean, literally screwing him. <laughs> and how? My favorite part about that um, was just, yeah, being able to roast everyone around there. I didn't really know most of the comics. I didn't know Naren, yeah. and so it was really kind of focused on Brogan and his family. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was just super was fun. fun. I mean, just uh, talking about him and his uh, sister uh, acting out Game of Thrones episodes. <laughs> I remember right. that yeah, one, yeah. too. Like It was just like, oh, oh I'm just going to dig on all of this stuff. I'm super, I'm super stoked on that. But yeah, so we're hitting up the camp, camp bar. bar. Very excited to eat some s'mores. Yeah, they still have the s'mores, right? That's they what, better. That was my next question. They fucking better. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> just nerding out here, having some fun. What other nerdy shit is, are you getting into right now? Oh, God. Uh, I mean... 
don't know. I bought some new tools. Is that nerdy? It's mean, probably not nerdy enough. What, are you uh, construction I mean, thingies? Yeah, obviously, right because now. it's rusty with RCF construction. <laughs> you hear the ads all the time. It's yeah. probably an ad for this playing on yeah. this episode. Yes, yes. Um, but we've, uh, yeah, you're getting into it, getting uh, like, I mean, it's not nerdy, but you can fucking geek out with that stuff oh, yeah. when you're getting into it. It's oh, just yeah. like any sort of aspect. If you of think that. nerds are fanboys, check out the Makita guys with their <laughs> yep. packouts. Yep. Their packouts and their nifty tools. It's they geek the fuck out too. Like definitely. Is that something you just like what do you feel you could probably can you just like talk about tools for like an hour? Oh, I could do that. I could do more than that. Yeah, easily. It's yeah, like the one, it's... the one subject. It's like yeah, yeah. literally like audio editing. I had to do yeah. that at like work. I was talking with someone. It's like I could just keep talking about this. You need to ask me specific questions, Insanely. or else we're going to be going forever. And it's really bad because like I'll meet homeowners, I'll do work for them or whatever, and they'll they won't be very versed in tools, but they'll want to talk tools with me. So I end up like kind of doing well. They like pal around with me while I'm working yeah. on their house, and we chat about tools all day long. And then they're they're always impressed by my tools, and I try to get them away from Ryobi tools. And you know. I like my Ryobis. Yes, you're a lovely homeowner. That's true. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not. I'm not putting a lot of uh, work in with yeah. those either. So it's they just work. the chargeable ones hey. that do their things. But exactly. If you're getting into kind of the hardcore stuff, and yeah. if you're actually looking to make something to build something big, you kind of want to something a little bit yeah it's what would be clicking. your recommendation for the uh the homeowner looking to level up their tool game i like dewalt dewalt all right but fair. they're not sponsoring anything so kind of screw them yes yeah, so fuck them you too yeah. yeah 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 so by ryobi what you should do is you should contact <laughs> you should contact rusty at rcf and uh then uh what you can do is ask him a million questions and i'm sure, sure and i'm sure the lovely autumn will answer all of those in the emails. She's, she's very good at them <laughs> Now I I do want to ask I'm gonna we're gonna play a game sure we're gonna play a game uh, this is gonna be the is it Tacoma Grit City comic show edition okay. so it's a totally different sort of aspect on that but I do want to ask you like now that we're getting into the shit ass weather yeah how do you deal with that shit ass weather as a guy who has to be out in that you put a hoodie on all right and then go. All right, so you're still doing yeah. windows installs and stuff like that as it's going down right oh, now. Oh, in the winter, yeah. If you don't okay. work in the winter and, or the weather in Washington, you don't really work. Fair. So I just know, wanted it's... to make sure that it's like how seasonal is this? Can people nope. still contact you right now? Oh yeah, absolutely. okay. All right, cool. Just want to make sure before we tell everyone to do so. So we've got the Is It Tacoma edition of the Grit City Comic Show, and we we're trying to figure out a way to do this that wasn't too fucking. Um, I don't know, too weird about it. So what I decided to do t was to write headlines okay, for the newspapers in comic book worlds, what they would be writing when a superhero or supervillain does something in their city. Okay. And what I want for you is to guess the superhero or supervillain or antihero that this might be written about. Okay, I'm going to fail miserably. I know. We're going to start with a very simple one. I'm just going to say Spider-Man the whole time. In my Well, there are some spiders, sure. Spider-Mans in here. But we're going to start off with a very simple one, just because I'm pretty sure you can get this. Cat-like woman. Moves like cat is woman. Uh, Batman. No! Who is it? Catwoman. Thank right? you, like, Catwoman. Yeah, yes. Are you sure it's not Black Cat? Oh, my it, God. oh see, uh, good call. See, yeah. you could have said Black Cat as Black well. Black Panther. Oh, woman. Oh. Woman. 
Second Black Panther. Second Black Panther could have gotten away with that. Yes, yes. Even in the comics, sure he was. I think this game's rigged. I think this game is uh, not as well written. I'm still going to stick with Catwoman (laughs) anyway. That's the one comic I do read. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This might be not as well written as I thought. (laughs) So let's go with that. Um, See, this is another one that could be multiples. I want to see if you can get either of them. Surprising Speedster saves students. I mean, Flash. There you go. That was the one I was looking for, but you could also go with Quicksilver. Yeah. I was oh, okay. Say. Yeah. I was, I was it, trying to think of yeah. The, Maybe the, even like Speedball. The Marvel we were thinking guy. about it before he turned into Penance. That was my nickname in that? high school. Speedball. Oh no, that's no, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is Five Nights at Freddy's. Has anyone seen the movie? Yet? I have not. I have I played not. like the okay. first game. And I played. It. I played the first game a few times with my kid. And it was the most terrifying thing in the world, and it pissed me off so bad <laughs> that I. You gotta watch. Playing. You gotta watch YouTubers play. That's that's how I got through it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, I'm. We're gonna have a little little viewing session at the house. I'm gonna invite my kid over because she's gonna have a kick at because she loved watching me play the game mm-hmm. and watch me lose my mind at jump scares. So so if you like the game, it is nothing like the movie. That's all. Like yeah, what? that's all what? I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make the, sense. From what I've heard, it's an serviceable movie and the only good part is matthew lillard i like matthew lillard I said, why like he's fantastic he was at crypticon one year i don't For think i was what? at that one has he ever done anything sci-fi uh spooky he was scooby-doo he was in scream he was in scream he wasn't that's right thank you okay. thank you i knew that's why okay. he was yeah. there i was like scooby-doo because i'm like slc punk that's the only thing yeah I yeah really, that's, well, i mean uh, that, that's kind of scary that hacker, it's scary for the old people <laughs> in a different way it's terrifying yes, yes. for old people hackers yeah. hack the planet hackers. baby you're right you're right all right here's another here's another yeah. is it is it is Hit it Grit city comic show let very a monarch condemns fantastic four actions I, I, you don't know who runs the country of latveria not at all Wow. <gasps> Who would Jesus. All right. Wow. All right, Christina. It's Dr. Doom. It's Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. Do you ever watch any of those Fantastic Four movies? I did, but they've never really. The best Fantastic Four movie is The Incredibles. Yeah, <laughs> true. Not going to. Not going to. I did uh, like. Uh, uh, what was that? Um, the guy from. Oh, my God. The commish played the thing. Nathan yes. Fillion. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. No, he wasn't the commish. The Dennis from... Franz. No, that was NYPD no. Blue. Who is the commish? The commish. The he... guy played from the, the shield thing. from the it. shield. Yeah. Michael Chiklis. Chiklis. Yeah. I yeah. liked him as the thing. Yeah. That was all right. Yeah. But the movie, the movie yeah, was wasn't shit. great. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. like that was the best casting. Not in terms of like acting ability, but for looks. Visually. They, yeah. Visually, yeah, they so visually casted that yeah, one. Yeah. And so that was. And I, that was that that was the guy from Nip Tuck as Doctor Doom, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody has any idea, but I know this, so it's fine. I'll I'll stick to my guns on that one. Okay. All right. One more. I don't know if you're gonna get this. I probably one. won't. It's Shoot. a tough one. Wanted citizens call for wall crawlers arrest. Oh. I mean Spider Man. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. I knew you were gonna answer it that way. Have it's you a, seen uh, the the new uh, the multiverse the spider? Into the multiverse? Yes. I have not yet. So good. I watched the first one. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the second one. I love, they're my favorite. I don't want to say favorites. Okay, the first one, uh, 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 the first cartoon one with Miles Morales. uh, Miles Morales. Yeah. It was, was was, was that one Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, and then my favorite, might be my favorite Spider-Man movie, even over. The animation style was so cool. It's so good. Yeah. And And it's hilarious. The, The damn 
it's so fun. Yeah, the story was solid, yeah. and just how they did it was just fantastic. Yeah, and, and I we I wanted to watch the second one, but Autumn hadn't seen the first one yet. Uh, you have to go and back I'm and watch it. I'm married now, so I had to get the second <laughs> one, or get the first one, make her watch it, so I could watch the second one, because we were home at the same time, yep. and got to share yep. TVs. So you have to so. you understand the, the problem with like watching shows yeah. with, with this significant with other. Yeah, with other people. What the like, fuck? Ah. Uh, it's so, like, and then you can't. And then, and then you'll get to the point where your partner watches the rest of it without you. What? So, and then admits it when yeah. she's three episodes ahead. Autumn uh, put it in her vows that she's not allowed to, which is probably for the best. Yes. Yeah. Because I showed her Ozark, the show Ozark. Nice. I was like, hey, I watched the first episode of this. I think we could watch it together. I think we would really like it. She binge it with watched you? the first episode. <laughs> she was it was before we lived together. I was like, yep. watch this first episode. Let me know what you think, and we can watch it together. She burnt through like six episodes. Yeah. And then you're like, it's over. That like, night. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, well, I'm it. not catching up to you. Like, nope. we're done here. And yeah. I gave her crap for years. So she put it in her vows that she won't watch ahead. Well, yes, yeah, because yeah. you complain and cry about it so much. Yeah, I did. Like, you kind of stick on things. I did. Yeah. You know, I do. You understand it's what's that. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much, man. You still doing a comedy? Yeah. I haven't actually been on stage since I've been married. Wow. What You were married. July. Uh, but it's you you months. went to Cosmic. You performed at Cosmic. Were you married? That then? was before. Was, was it right before? Be- that was right before. Yeah, I got right before. I, and it's not. I didn't realize this till the other day that I hadn't been on stage because it's summertime, so I'm busy with construction. Yeah. Married life will change a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's telling me to go because she knows. You get the my fuck therapy. out of the house. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so no, I'm I'm gonna make a big push this winter and get out there more. And nice. I have a whole bunch of new jokes, and I can do married guy jokes now. Yeah, yeah that's a whole new. new thing you can. That's tap. strange. We got a, uh, a VR room, uh, the Grit City Podcast in, in Meta Worlds that we yeah. just opened up to everybody. We want you to come on and do a VR uh, comedy set. Comedy set. Because you have, you have two. You have I two have quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. You can come and play putt stuff with us, too, you know. Yeah. We play putt-putt on the, the walkabout golf all the oh, time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you can come and hang out with us, but yeah, you well, why didn't you work, let yeah. me know these things? Because we really just got into it, and okay. Jeff lets us know like five minutes before he's about to do it, so that's <laughs> yeah. when we hop on. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, literally, like like last night, I got onto it, and I so was. So you're just... like any other booker, just Good. wait till the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. There you go. gotcha. Okay, <laughs> okay. But we can like make perfect. Up... We can let me guess. No pay, just exposure. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah we pay if exposure. There's gonna be us there. It'll be us. There's probably a way that you can set up a Venmo link for everyone, like you know the. The, the pity tip jar in the corner, you know, which is how that works. Yeah. But I mean, it's we're we're really kind of dabbling in the VR stuff. Like yeah. they just put out the Quest Three, so both Derek, you got one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Derek got one. Jeff got one. He has to send it back because it got a pixel burn on it. Yeah, like oh. immediately. Like, there's a yeah. bunch of bugs with that. Gotcha. So it's first generation. It's like any shit. system. Yeah. 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 So you're just kind of working out the bugs with it, yeah. but it really is coming down to us hanging out in another space. When, you know, none of us want to, like, go out and, like, put on pants or anything. That's right. So I've seen videos of comics doing doing yeah. sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so I they have into, comedy rooms. Yeah. I hopped into yeah. Horizon Worlds just to check it out, like, last weekend. And there was people, like, standing out in the lobby just ripping jokes. Just, yeah. Just a couple just to get people into it. That's yeah. just interesting. Yeah. Because you get, you, it's not like a Zoom thing because there's people there, and as long as their mics on. But I just see like they're a crowd of avatars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'll see like they're they're waist up. Uh, I, but I won't know. You can tell. If they're I'd rather at... see waist down. Well, right. Me too. Like, I mean, if I was to pick, 
maybe, maybe that's that's it's app. VR. We yeah. could do a different. That, that is a different upgrade. app. Yeah. It's a totally different audience. Just, and, if I'm killing, dicks are bouncing. Yeah, see, they, that's, that's they know thing. if they're excited to see you. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I want a T-shirt with your face on it. It just says, "When I'm killing, dicks are bouncing." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fucking hatchet man reference. I just made myself snort on that one. That's good. I love it. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. That that would feel weird to be. Because I did a couple of Zoom shows during the whole pandemic. And I, and I did like two. And yeah, you get nothing. Yeah, right? you don't get anything back yeah. because you don't want people to be unmuted because yeah. you don't want to deal with that. But you do want. No, I want them to be unmuted so I can hear the laughter. But you don't right. want to hear fucking their so, dog barking or them talking to their wife well, or some shit. Oh, you're still so going to get that in Horizon, though. We yeah. didn't. We didn't get dogs barking on the one show that I did. But we got we got a guy trying to kind of heckle and stuff. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's i mean you can make fun of the background at his house but nobody else could see his background oh, just me yeah so that's yeah. no fun it was very weird yeah, yeah that's yeah. like if somebody is somebody heckles at a show you're gonna be able to point them out and make fun of them yeah. right there right and everyone's gonna be able to see it yeah yeah so you can't deal that with you hecklers. can't really so what they need then is they need a cheer laugh button or like a boo button. <laughs> oh, that's just getting abused the entire time. Oh, I know. That's yeah. the problem too, because people are monsters. Yeah, it's just like all that's. Be. Yeah, I mean, you think you can get like a like in the VR world above your avatar, have like a bubble of ha ha or whatever. But you, I guess you can. I can hear them laughing. Right? Yeah, you yeah. can hear them laughing. But you'll just you're just going to hear everything else too. Well, but if they heckle too, well, see, that's oh. yeah, ours have the amplification to it. So like whenever you're on our stage. You're gonna be you're gonna be louder yeah, than, yeah. than everybody else. Just like that. Gotcha. Um, and also we got a handheld mic that whoever has it could walk around and still has that same amplification. Weird. Yeah, Jeff's yeah. gotten kind of deep with it. Like we set yeah. it up so because we had a, a a stage for podcasting. Yeah, so yeah. if you're up on the stage and sitting on the chair, you amplify through the entire place. Yeah. Everyone else is just proximity around, gotcha. them, which is is like. At a at a show, yeah. Basically. So if you look yeah. at somebody, you're like, shut the fuck up, because they're talking. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. You know, they're dog barking or something. I'm stuck on the dog barking. I feel like I you've know. been cussing more since I've been here. You do that. I do that. Yeah, people. I know. I we're at a family place, but right now the crowd in front of us is a little bit low. No, I think no, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. But everyone's going to hang out with the Halo people, so it's I, fine. I hear cool your people. podcast all the time from my kitchen while Autumn's cooking. I know because you don't listen. But well, Autumn no, that just... is our number one fan, so yes. that helps out. Yeah, I mean, I figure I get half that credit. We're married now, right? Like, oh my god! I, I just mean... found out she signed up for your Patreon. I had no clue. I've been paying. Right. Nice. I've been paying you guys. Thank you, Jeez. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, that's half your money have now. A sticker. That's great. Yes, please, please continue to help and help us out by. Going to RCF, but also uh, join our Patreon, much like yeah. RCF does. <laughs> yeah, and by joining the Patreon, you get bonus content like the question. Yeah. And bonus episodes where we do deeper dives, like talking about things that we had just learned, talking about yeah, conspiracy theories, talking oh. about nerd shit. Yeah, we just did a Patreon talking about the conspiracy theories that we believe like oh, yeah. currently believe sure so we have those up there do you have anything that i mean and it's like these are kind of like low I mean, stake things like oh. I'm, not, I'm not talking about like you know like i don't know like lizard people sure, infiltrating sure. like we already know that's true but i'm just like talking about <laughs> some of the low stakes sort of like aspects oh, low like stakes i ones. can't give away the ones i did or else the patreons would be like you would ruin it i would, would absolutely ruin it, it. yeah did, did uh did he win a cup yet 
Did he win a cup? Yeah, you yeah. actually you won a cup. Did I want a cup? You won a yeah, cup won for a the cup. Is It Tacoma. I won a cup. Um, it was created by Jeff. It's some of our amazing new merch. It's really good. It's Thanks. not really dishwasher good. safe. It's not yeah. dishwasher safe. No. Yeah, no. I the, thought you the, said it wasn't microwave safe. Probably not either. Yeah. What's wrong with how? How is that? It, how, the heat will make the the the, the, the graphic will just come. The off. graphic will yeah. come yeah. off. It'll still work. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you'll be it. fine with that. Yeah. Funny enough, our t- our stickers from diecutstickers.com, yeah, yeah. Those are dishwasher, dishwasher safe. safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it's a kind of a weird juxtaposition, but that's that's how we live our lives. So it's kind of what goes on with that. Right. So do you have a do you have a conspiracy theory? Oh, so I uh, uh, not really. I mean, I believe in conspiracy theories. Yeah, but like the MK Ultra, you know, the real ones. Well, yeah. Well, that's like yeah, yeah. that's not a conspiracy theory. That's true. true. Like fat. that's part of it. Like okay, I'll give. No, I'm not going to give a different one. one. Give a different one. So like one that I wasn't on the episode, so I can give this away. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Technology obsolescence. Okay. When they update them and then shit just seems to get worse. worse. Yeah. 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 I think that's 100% a thing that companies are doing. Yeah. I believe that as well. What's the conspiracy there? Are you thinking that the companies? They're saying they don't, but. Gotcha. Yeah. But they definitely do. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's why also people think like a washing machine is going to be worse now or dishwasher is going to be worse now because they basically make them to where they can't be fixed oh yeah so you have to buy a new one yeah, well yeah. we when our dishwasher died um oh, that was a dark time it's been, it was like a year that we didn't have a dishwasher it was bullshit yeah. because we looked at them and we're like okay how much is it going to cost mm-hmm. to replace this four thousand dollars well it was going <laughs> to cost it was going to cost us to fix it like 400 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, that's how much a fucking dishwasher costs. Yeah, yeah. Haha, <laughs> not so true. Because what we found out was when we bought our dishwasher for like $400, then we had to get to the delivery for another $250 in yeah. the install. And then we found out our electrical wasn't quite right. The pe- mm. So when <laughs> I, you, I got stories about yeah. having to fix mine too, when so I'm buy, not going to get into it. When you buy an old house and they say that they do the electrical oh, yeah. work, Double check it because essentially all of our appliances are grounded into uh, like screws into yeah, the yeah. side. Like we don't Just have a third ground wire, yep, yep. and so the guys weren't going to actually do the install because it's not safe and not up to what their code is. Yeah, yeah. Like it makes sense on that aspect. So we had to get an electrician to come in to give us a, a ground on that wire oh, so that we could sucks. do that. So that's the one thing we've realized with all of our stuff now. Is that yeah. if we want a new appliance, we're going to have to get the electrician in at the same time to sure. do it all. So yeah, yeah. it was just that sort of aspect. <laughs> so it was like that whole dishwasher thing. Like my conspiracy is that people are just terrible with their fucking. So homes. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I just think that's the planned kinda... obsolescence is just what it yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's just what it is. I think if you're trying to make shit cheaper, yeah, that's, that's they're the trying part, to save yeah. money. Yeah, obviously. And so you get, but they want you to buy it again. It's like, like for some reason, you. we're okay with saying, "Oh, it's the first gen of the, of the, the you the, know, the, the it, VR." Yeah. yeah. So of course it's going to have bugs. I think the Xbox 360 <sighs> damaged us. We just we expect were, things not to work. We were okay with the Red Ring of Death. We I'm never, okay with it. It just happened to everybody. Yeah. No, we had I, three. I we got had away three. with it. What? You didn't have it. I never got that. I had oh, okay. a secondhand one Lucky. that I got off Craigslist. Oh. For that lasted a couple of years, I got the E98 video so maybe card. Error. Already been sent in. But after that point, like I had bought a 360 after that one crapped out. Oh, okay. Never had an issue with it. Yeah. We had to send ours but it was back later. three times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We got yeah. we got the red ring of death three different times. And that was still when they were like, okay, yeah, set, fill out the stuff, get the box, set, we'll we'll yeah, yeah. ship it to us for free. We'll send you back a refurbed in four to six weeks, which is a 
fucking sad time. I guess who's here? Oh, Look who's here. Oh, shit. It's Eric and Derek. Yeah. Oh, Eric, not Derek. That means I got to leave. Derek, oh, Eric. no, you don't have to leave. <laughs> but we got our sports. Oh, look at that. That's a nice fucking Sounders 2 fucking jersey or sweater he's wearing. It, Love it. So, <laughs> yeah, distracted by it. We've seen a lot no, of actually, cool fun people. No, actually, you take my spot. We got to go up her, re-up her parking. So. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I'll just turn that off for now. We'll finish it up. Finish it up with Drag Mr. Drag Autumn on her favorite podcast. Oh, shit. She didn't want to. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff tried to get her, and he, she's like, no. She just wants to listen. She doesn't want to hear She herself. came on my podcast when I had one. Fuck you. An entire episode, too. What? I know. Rated 80s? Uh, she was in love with me, so. Uh, that's true. I, she probably still is. <laughs> probably. Like, I would have to I imagine. I think she still is. Like, I mean, that'd Nothing, be awkward if not. No. Your hair looks nice. Your hair looks lovely, honey. It, it's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. No, 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 absolutely oh, not. Now she's giving me the stink eye. She yeah. should only give that to you. No. That's like betrothed one and only. He gets the stink eye. Betrothed. Betrothed. Ugh, that feels dirty. Well, it, I mean, betrothed. No, no it's not. It's That's not. weird. It's not. It's not. <laughs> well, as we end this on this awkward note. Yeah, yeah. Um, where can people find you if they want to find you? RCF Exteriors. Yeah, RCF Exteriors. And then I'm going to change my name to Rusty McClintock. I'm taking my wife's name. Interesting. So on, on, on Facebook and all my comedy stuff, it's going to be Rusty McClintock. So she didn't. She wasn't going to go with Autumn Comic. No. <laughs> uh, no. 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 And she didn't like my real name either way. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind eh. of a like her, yeah. her. Her last name is a pretty fucking bad McClintock. Name. Are you fucking kidding? Dude, me? That's, that's a wild perfect. west. That's a wild that's west. So name. good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Watch out for the McClintocks. So, and I'll actually have a last name for comedy. I had one a long time ago, and I, I didn't. My real name, nobody can pronounce it, so I stopped using it. Which is fair. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. And uh, so now I'm going to take hers and actually have a, and just a do stage like a full, name. A full stage Holy name. shit. So Google Rusty McClintock, and yeah, if it's it not there yet, very it'll be there soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or rcfexteriors.com if you want to get some uh, some new windows and doors and such. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for coming by, man. Go Absolutely. have some fun out in the Comic-Con, Beautiful. Dude. So, guys, how do you feel about Rusty McClintock? I think it's cool, man. Sheriff of right. Tacoma. <laughs> I feel like we should get him a horse. Doesn't have to be a real uh, horse. Doesn't have to be a real uh, horse. But a hobby horse. A, yeah. a little hat. Give him a hat. A little cowboy ooh, a hat. hat. Yeah, a hat, a hobby yeah. horse, and a badge. It's going to punch us. He's going to feed uh, us that hat. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He very well might. But also, yeah, know. it sounds like he could be like an Overwatch character or something along those lines. Right. <laughs> he was being talked to by the SOS guys. I think they're trying to recruit him. Well, yeah. I mean, I know Rusty's like been a bouncer. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they could get him in the ring as an enforcer. Could you imagine that monster coming out like Bam Bam Bigelow yeah. and just like dropping? I don't know right. what he would drop. He would drop people. I don't know if he would drop an elbow or a leg or what. Right. But, yeah, what well, would he would have a signature move? I don't know what kind of signature move would be like the woodcutter or something. Or do they already got the woodcutter? I think somebody else does the woodcutter. Yeah. Just because he cut woods, not corners. <laughs> Good call. I was kind of trying to figure out where you were going with that, Jeff. But I see how you did that. That's a brilliant, or, sir. Or, or the comedian <laughs> angle, he could be the comedian. Uh, 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 oh, he could tell my, a joke he, and then knock people out. Yep. He could do the mic drop, you know, or something. Oh, no, his signature move would be the punchline. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then when, when, when he gets real mad, he'll do the dad joke. You know, oh, yeah. He'll yeah. pull out a dad joke and just yeah. kill him with puns. I'm right. down with this. We just, 
We need to make sure Rusty's down with this now. <laughs> I know, right? We promised a lot with this one. Hey, Rusty, so we set up a wrestling character for you. I don't know if you're uh, down for wrestling, but you're going to be down for wrestling. We've already booked you for seven shows going into the new year. But we're going to have to find out what he's doing. I mean, you can follow him. I don't know if he's going to be going as Rusty Comic anymore because he said he's going as Rusty McClintock. So keep an eye out. I know he's going to be hitting up some new shows in the new year, getting it back into it because I know he's missing it. So uh, keep an eye out. But we'll definitely have him back on as much as possible anyway because he's amazing. Yeah. And seriously, again, shout out to the Grit City Comic Show for putting out a great, a great show as always. Next year is already getting lined up. I know that Ken has already hit me up to... uh, get another booth i think he's going in for the uh the early bird special so we're gonna have to figure out what's going down with that but as long as uh they will let us come back uh i think we're gonna be coming back and it's returning saturday november 9th 2024 so we're gonna be back out there just as awesome as before an old school style comic book convention at the Greater Tacoma Convention Center. And, I mean, if all goes well, we'll probably still have another uh, another after party at Camp Bar because they love us and I love them. <laughs> yeah, it worked, man. It, yeah. it was a good time. <clears throat> Any- yeah, we got we to see if they can move their karaoke up uh, two hours. Oh, I know. That was... Yeah. I just remember staying until <laughs> 8.30. <It's> seven. <laughs> I, no, I, yeah, yeah, karaoke at seven, man. The early bird yep. special. Let us get in. We just partied all freaking day. Also, I think I think guys I think they have karaoke at seven, but it's down the street at the fucking old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I can see that. I just remember sitting there at eight thirty when they started making calls to sign up, and I was like, in a half hour, that's when they're starting karaoke, and I'm already done. Nope, time to go home. <laughs> like I'm just like I'm not even signing up. I'm not hoping. I'm just getting the fuck out. I'm done. I was burnt out. I was like, but it was like the good exhausted because we did so much and we hung out. And we got to, you know, shake babies and kiss hands and do all sorts of fun stuff. Right. And, it was a full day, man. Dude, like, yeah, a full day. And we, you we and, were there at seven or something. You and right? Jeff yeah. were there at seven, and Derek, yeah. I wasn't. Yep. <laughs> a lot of walking. Oh, oh a lot of walking, a lot of talking, a lot of sitting, a lot of uh, gazing at really cool cosplay, buying some comic books. I ended up scoring a couple of sweet um, graphic novels, and yeah, uh, I some good stuff too. Yeah, like just all the stuff. It's so good. It's so fun to see all the people who really revolve around the nerddom and are also like crafty or just like cool, like with what they're creating because yeah, there was, you know, there's people who who were doing art, who was doing art and they were writing and they're, you know, comic book writing and that sort of things. But there were also people who were making like custom, like uh, dice towers. I saw some of that yep. stuff going down. Um, people who just do all sorts of different arts and crafts and that just fits in with the geeky community. So it's cool to be able to shop local uh, when it comes down to something like that, because you can get gifts for people for whenever it might not be necessarily a uh, uh, you know a holiday time to gift, but you can do all of that. And right now is a prime time for all that. I mean, a shout out because I we talked about South Tacoma Way 
and I did mention Real Art, but the day after the uh, the comic show, uh, Real Art had their Circle Pit swap meet, which was right. heavy metal swap meet right down there. And so I was able to get some, you know, cute little handmade gifts from some friends, and I got some soap because I smell bad, and they were all gothic soap, so that's always kind of cool. They smell like burnt. <laughs> yeah, maybe a different time. I'm saying burnt leaves. Yeah. Uh, I was going with like leather and blood. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little leathery. Yeah, it's a little bit of a leather scent. Um, but it was mixed... like sadness, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, Eternal. Eternal <laughs> sadness and a little bit of anger. That's how I like to smell every day when I get out of the shower. <laughs> but that's, I mean, all in all, it's about doing the local shit. And so props to the Grit City Comic Show, props to any place doing the local stuff, and props to everyone who came out, whether you were vending or you are just attending and uh, being able to, you know, to have some fun and experience Tacoma in a, in a fun light. You guys got any, uh, any final thoughts on this before we get out of here? No, man, I, I think you covered it. It was just a great time. I can't wait to do yeah. it again. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm excited to see just how much how much bigger it gets as the years go on. Like it being twice the size of what it was the first year mm-hmm. or the even the previous year. Just seeing the amount of new vendors, new faces, and just the awesome crowd that was there just makes me so happy to have conventions like this in the area. Absolutely. Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I like it too because um I, I saw some opportunities for us, you know, uh, as a podcast, because we are a people person podcast and that's exactly what we do. And I think if people see us there a couple of times, they, they won't be so scared and they'll come up and start talking to us and we'll be able to, uh, you know, get, get, get a couple more interviews in there, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah. And I think just having our face out there, like you said, it's a, it's a good way for us to show everyone who we are, that we're not just, um, some creepy dudes who are like, hey, you want to be on a mm-hmm. podcast? I mean, we still are yeah. that, but yeah. at least you can see that we're uh, we're on the up and up, generally. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, good good for them. Hope I hope they stay around. I, I like it the way it is. Because I've seen some cons, uh, like back in the day, I went Spooky Empire, and it was cool when it, when it was smaller. Then it got super big, and then everybody's bitching about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like there is a good and bad to that stuff, you know. And it's just like, well, I miss the old days. Well, everybody misses the old days, right? <laughs> and and you know, and there was cons about having it so small; it was always crowded, you know. And and the hallways were did, didn't work for traffic, and but it was a good time. That's the best part about it, too. I think. I mean, just like having the small, the small, keeping it down to where it's not what like the the huge San Diego Comic-Con type things are. We have people from television shows, sure, but it's down to like talking to people who locally make the comics or seeing the Lego yeah. Maker group or like seeing the cosplay events for the people that are doing it around here locally. It's cool to see the national acts. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. But yeah. at the same point in time, being able to like bond with people that you might see just like around and you'd be like, Oh yeah, I saw you at the show. How's your art doing? Or, you know, Hey, I saw you over there. How's whatever you're doing, you know, working out. It's being able to, you know, be on the up and up on that aspect. I think is kind of the coolest part about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and also now with technology, just because you're local doesn't mean you work local. You know, I, I know a, mm-hmm. a couple of people in the music industry that worked with people like Snoop Dogg, you know, and it was just right out of the, his back room of his house. He just had the sound and the style they wanted, you know. And so I'm saying the same thing with with comic artists. These guys work for Marvel, DC, yep, uh, all, all the big boys, um, but they just live local. Yeah, 100%. And it's like you never you never really know. Who's living in your city until maybe you listen to our podcast and you, then you get to find out. <laughs> right on. Uh, that, that, that was a long ending. Yeah. So yep. <laughs> two thumbs up for, for Grid City Comic Show. And thank you, everyone, for listening to us. If you're interested in having us highlight uh, somebody in the local area, let us know. Info at GridCityPodcast.com or hit us up on our socials. There have been plenty of people who have made it onto our show just because somebody else said, hey, you should be on this podcast or telling us, hey, you should have this person on your podcast um, because you're doing uh, a lot of the work for us, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And uh, keep doing that. Keep listening. Keep spreading the word. Tell your parents about us because old people love the Grit City podcast. They love us. Moms and dad love Scott. Mm -hmm. Yes. Straight up. Everyone. Moms, dads, stepbrothers, stepsisters. Wait, no. um, Those are different. Mm -hmm. Those are. I've seen those videos. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to worry about that. But again, thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. And until next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.